Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Mitzi, and this is Mitzi. Let's think about it. Today, we are thinking about trauma and how it affects the body. And I have a special guest here named Paula, who is going to be helping educate us on the importance of knowing this information. So, Paula, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Well, hi, Mitzi. I'm really glad to be speaking with you. Trauma is a very important topic. Show me a person who has not experienced some kind of trauma. And I say, lucky them. Most everybody has. And these last few years in our lives have been extra traumatic for many of us. So I'm really delighted to talk about it with you. And I want to give you props for your interest in taboos and talking about taboo subjects. Trauma is not exactly a taboo subject, but aspects of it kind of are. So I'm really glad that you're uh, holding space for this topic at this time. Oh, thank you for acknowledging that and understanding where I'm coming from because certain people just, they have the misperception of what I'm trying to do. And in reality, I'm just trying to bring it to light and bring it to surface. So I thank you for your perspective. And I know we are talking about trauma and how it affects our body, but if you don't mind me asking, how did it really make you focus into trauma? Meaning like what motivated you to do your research and really try to figure out what does trauma do to our bodies? Well, most people, when they have an intense interest in something, it has to do with something about themselves. Even academics researching a certain subject, it's not purely intellectual. There's always something personal undergirding it. And so Mm -hmm. for me, my interest in trauma came in midlife when I was starting to see the extent to which my own developmental trauma affected my life as an adult, affected my behavioral choices, my emotional responses, affected a lot of things about the way I chose to live my life. And I became interested. At the same time, I was also starting to take classes in an amazing movement practice called Nia Technique, which helps heal trauma. That's not its stated purpose. Its stated purpose is to create joy and to build fitness and wellness in a joyful, non-painful way. That's its official purpose. Through movement, we find health is the Nia slogan. But some of us also find trauma healing through Nia. So I was a Nia student and I was noticing, oh my God, this is so amazing. This is helping me so much more than my years and years of therapy. It got me interested in both Nia and trauma itself. And I eventually became a Nia teacher. It was so useful to me, so amazing, so life-changing to me that I became a teacher and I sought additional training certifications in trauma as relates to movement and wellness as I'm in the wellness movement space. So, and and all of that had to do with, of course, my trauma. Of course I'm interested in trauma because I have some and Mm -hmm. I want to process it. I want to feel better. That's good. Uh, I think that last statement that you stated, I want to feel better, is very powerful because people need to acknowledge that statement for themselves and really ask them that, do you want to feel better? Because if you don't, then you're going to be dealing with what you deal with. But if you want to feel better, you are going to want to try and figure out how to make yourself feel better. Exactly. And I applaud you for that because I'm pretty sure it took a while to get to that point to realize I want to feel better. Absolutely. Well, I always wanted to feel better, but I never believed that I could. 
Mm. And I have since learned in some of my trauma trainings that part of the symptoms of trauma is a failure of imagination. It shuts down your ability to imagine that things actually could be better. It teaches you like, this is it. This is what your life is like. This is just you. This is just the way you are. But it isn't. It isn't. It can change. And so Nia technique happened to be the practice that gave me hope. And it's there are other trauma healing practices out there, but that's what I found that worked the best for me and gave me a whole new sense of hope and empowerment that I have the ability to take charge of my feelings, take charge of my consciousness, my awareness. I can direct my attention towards things that I choose to focus on instead of being obsessed with these negative things that are that seem to be just permanent fixtures in my awareness all day, every day. Mm, that's so beautiful. I'm very glad that you were able to find it in your own way. Because when I was doing my research, I was able to find that, you know, everybody goes to WebMD. You know, that's the first thing that everybody looks for when they're trying to deal with something. And one thing that it says to deal with trauma is just to focus on easing on less stress, you know, ask your loved ones for support, consider a support group, you know, try to maintain healthy routines, give it just time because everything takes time and just know when to get help and know when to reach out to a healthcare professional. Do you think those are the right way to deal with it? Or is there anything to add on to that as well? Oh, there's a lot to add. I think there's nothing in that list that is not a good idea. That's all good ideas. But for me, as a mind-body movement professional, I advocate the body as the location and focus of real trauma healing. I love to help people and myself heal from our trauma through movement. Awesome. Awesome. So I would like to talk about how trauma affects the body. Many people think of it as just, oh, it's a thing that, you know, affects your feelings or maybe your psychology or your brain. But it physically, biologically, biochemically affects your body. Trauma is anything that overwhelms our capacity to respond and leaves us feeling helpless, hopeless, and out of control. I'll say that again. Trauma is anything that overwhelms our capacity to respond and leaves us feeling helpless, hopeless, and out of control. Now, some types of trauma include shock trauma. That's a a sudden frightening event that happens very quickly, like a violent assault or a traumatic loss, a car crash, natural disaster, a war incident. You know, a soldier has an IED blow up in front of her. Those are shock trauma examples. But there are more kinds of trauma than that. There is systemic trauma, which is the negative experiences of people in marginalized groups who live in a dominant culture. When you're not a member of the dominant culture, you receive micro and macro aggressions practically daily, depending on your situation, and each little zing of hatred for you for being not part of the dominant group enters and affects your body. They accumulate into systemic trauma. Even if you are fortunate enough not to have any shock trauma, you will, as a member of a marginalized group, have shock, excuse me, systemic trauma. And the third kind that I want to mention is developmental trauma. That's my kind. Um, That is an ongoing misattachment between a child and its primary caretaker so that the child frequently feels unsafe, 
unloved or uncared for. Developmental trauma deeply affects the child's ability to self-regulate and to be comfortable in her own skin, even as an adult, as I have experienced firsthand. I myself have not received shock trauma, and I am a member of the dominant group, so happily I have escaped systemic trauma. I'm a privileged white woman. There you go. But I have had significant developmental trauma stemming from my parents' divorce when I was five years old. As an only child and as a person with other factors, it really, really affected me. And now I'm, I turn 60 next week. And looking back, wow, I can see how that trauma affected my entire consciousness for decades on and the choices that I made, I see how they were informed by, shaped by my trauma. Not to say they're all bad choices. Some of them were good choices, but the reasons I made them were a little bit unhealthy, or some of the reasons I made them were a little unhealthy coming from my trauma. So I see my trauma braided through my life, under the floorboards of my life. And so that's how it's very important to me, and I understand developmental trauma better than I personally understand shock trauma or systemic trauma. But let me tell you how trauma affects the body. It makes us less able to sense our bodies. Often, trauma results in a sensory dissociation, where a body part or your whole body is just like a blank to you. You can't feel it anymore. It causes emotions or sort of bio-emotional responses, like the fast heartbeat of anxiety, for example, that are inappropriate for the situation. Like a person who has a high stress response and their heart beats fast when they're simply making a phone call or entering a restaurant for a lunch. It dysregulates our brain hormones. Cortisol and adrenaline, for example, they are the stress hormones. Adrenaline is the fight or flight. Oh my God, I have to do something. Ah, freak out. That's adrenaline. And trauma jacks those hormones way up. Stress hormones up and positive hormones down. Like oxytocin, the love hormone. Down, way down. Serotonin, the mood hormone. Down. Dopamine, the reward hormone. Down. Endorphins a hormone that helps you feel relief from pain, down. Too bad, because you have a lot of pain. You could use some endorphins, but no, the trauma robs you of your normal endorphin response. Each of these hormones also regulates bodily functions. Serotonin, for example, is involved in controlling sleep, bowel movements, blood clotting, bone health, and sexual function. Each one of those hormones has a similarly diverse portfolio, if you will, of jobs in the body. That when that hormone is depressed or jacked up, depending, those bodily functions suffer also. And finally, trauma causes our genes to behave differently than they would without the trauma. Most people think, oh yeah, genes, we have them. They're just the car that hand of cards we were dealt when we were born. We have these genes. It's just a fact about us. Oh well. Okay, but they don't know that a gene can be turned on or off, can be set to function or not function. And trauma causes our genes to turn on or off differently than they would have without the trauma. 
And that matters because some of our genes make us more susceptible or less susceptible to a specific disease, like the gene that controls Alzheimer's, for example, APO. E3, I think it is. I forget what, which exact one it was. I hope there's no geneticists in your audience. But that one gene that's linked to that one disease, what if you have it, but it's not necessarily turned on, but then you have trauma and being it's turned on, now you're at risk for Alzheimer's. So trauma causes pervasive biochemical dysfunction in our bodies, and it affects our mood, our energy, our relationships, our bodily function, even our susceptibility to disease. Isn't that amazing? It is. It's truly amazing. The way that you were able to break down the three traumas and the way that you're able to break down each chemical and what it affects and how it truly affects our body. I mean, if you really, really think about it, that affects us in a major way. And nobody is exempt from trauma, like you were saying in the beginning. Absolutely no one's exempt because somebody may fall in one of those three categories of trauma in one way or another, or some, unfortunately, of the few will have all three. You know, everybody's lives are different. Everybody's handed different plates. So it's just amazes me how we don't think about this. We don't think about, oh, what trauma am I feeling for me not being able to use the bathroom? What trauma am I going through that I can't really sleep? People don't really think about that. You know, they don't think about why their body's acting in a way that it's not normal to them, you know? And I think my question would be is, do certain trauma affects a certain thing specifically? Does that make sense? Yes, I want to recommend a book to you. It's uh, by Gabor Mate. His last name is spelled M-A-T-E. And the book is When the Body Says No. And it is all about, it unpacks how different families of diseases, like the cancer family or the autoimmune family, how those families of diseases are given permission to happen in our body by different kinds of trauma. It's quite interesting. Yeah, that does sound interesting. Thank you for that recommendation. And I hope somebody else in my audience is able to read that too, because I'm just thinking of how our body can really say no. You know, in our mind, we understand when it can say no, you know, and we have those instances and those instincts, as they say, not to do something. And, you know, we acknowledge that as a no warning, but you don't really realize it in a different form. So that is very interesting. Thank you for that. Yes. Listening to your body's voice is a very important thing to learn how to do. And that's one of the centerpieces of NIA technique, this movement practice that I now teach. It teaches us to pay attention to our sensations. It is like a dance fitness class in that, yeah, there's music, we're moving, we're moving a lot, we're sweating, we're having fun, we're doing choreography. So it's similar to a dance fitness class, but the emphasis is on sensation. What does it feel like in your body today? to do this movement. Sense your shoulder blades gliding on the back of your rib cage. Sense your heels as you land on them as you walk forward. What do your finger joints feel like as you go blah, 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 with them? You know, so Nia Technique is a, a sweaty, aerobic workout, but with a heavy consciousness element. It's about becoming aware of your sensations. Like many brain skills, it improves with practice. If you think, 
well, golly, I can't feel my stomach. That's so weird. I can't feel it. If you take Nia a few weeks or months, you will be able to feel your stomach. You'll be able to feel everything that you want to feel in your body. So Nia is a sensory-based movement practice that is designed to create a feeling that we call the joy of movement. It is designed to boost all of those brain hormones that I mentioned earlier. It is designed to make you more fit and more well, but it is not on the usual fitness spectrum. The fitness philosophy of mainstream exercise is no pain, no gain. And we're all assumed to want to change our bodies, you know, like, oh, I'm exercising to be thinner, or I'm exercising to be stronger, or I want to be in a competition, or I want to look good, or whatever those reasons are that people go to gyms and do traditional fitness. Nia, in Nia, our philosophy is we exercise because it feels good, and the fitness is a byproduct. Nia, in fact, redefines fitness as a set of five sensations. The five sensations of fitness. Flexibility, agility, mobility, stability, and strength. The importance and the power of redefining fitness as a set of sensations is incredible because now your fitness, quote unquote, is not being measured by some personal trainer in some club, not being measured by some BMI index. It's about how you feel. When you learn what flexibility feels like, for example, you can see, you can feel it in your body and then later in another class when you do the same movement you go oh, I feel more flexibility in my body so it is body-based and self-monitored self-noticed self-inspired so you don't need someone outside of yourself to tell you oh your fitness has improved because I mean your flexibility has improved or for that matter your fitness because you are sensing it wow I sense so much more stability in this balance move or whoa now wow I'm so agile I sense agility it's increasing yay so it puts you on an upward spiral of fitness and wellness and in Nia class emotions are welcome emotions happen we know that we have issues in our tissues and especially those of us who have trauma only 99% of the world and so when emotions come up during Nia class we encourage their expression it's very different from shallower practice like say Zumba and I know Zumba has millions of fans but if somebody starts crying in a Zumba class that's kind of embarrassing and weird but it's not in a Nia class in Nia it is safe to be weird it's safe to be vulnerable it's safe for me to feel Mm, that's interesting that you said that. And to be honest, when you were speaking, it correct me if I'm wrong, please. It sounds like your focus is redirected when you're practicing Nia. Absolutely. When your focus is more so focusing on your senses, focusing on really what you're feeling, focusing on, yes, the environments, and your focus is always redirected versus. Yes. Like you said, when you're just working out, just whatever the reason is, everyone could fill in their own blank. Your mind is really just distracted and all over the place. That's you right. Know, 
Because when I was reflecting back, I was just thinking about, you know what, that makes sense. Because when I work out, I work out just thinking, okay, I just need to get these numbers. I need to get this done. I need to, I'm thinking of everything on my to-do list. So I'm just thinking out of just every possible way. But when you describe what Nia technique is, what you're actually doing and what the purpose is and how you're flowing and moving through, I can see my mind refocusing to what I'm sensing around me, the air, the ground the, the you know how the wind is blowing by and how I feel towards that and it like it already made me feel calmer just thinking about it and I'm just here sitting you know what I mean <laughs> so it just shows like once you really change your focus and change where your mind is so preoccupied with it can really help you with whatever you're going through that's right exactly right you've you've understood 100 percent a plus Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a professor, so. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> First A plus in a while. <laughs> Not all Nia teachers focus on trauma healing. Nia can heal trauma even when the teacher isn't focused on that, him or herself. But because it's about you and what you bring to the experience, you're in charge of what you get out of the experience and about how to focus your awareness. But the teachers who are aware of the trauma healing power of Nia, including myself and there are others, they know that Nia teaches us to sense our bodies, which reintegrates the body and helps us regulate. Nia puts you in charge. It encourages personalization, even in the choreography. If the movement is what it is and you want to do it a different way or if you have a mobility problem like you're, you can't raise your, your right arm past a certain level then you just make it different. Make it so that it gives your body pleasure and you're never corrected or called out or said oh come on get that arm up. Never, never. Every student is assumed to be in charge of their experience and if you are sensing your body and enjoying the movement you're doing it right. That's the only right in Nia. Wrong is pain and not having fun. Nia gives you an opportunity to feel, to self-express, self-define, self-transform. There are bilateral movements in Nia. Everything we do one way, we do the other way. So it's kind of like EMDR, which is a trauma therapy that stimulates both sides of the brain alternating while you're telling your traumatic story. Nia has a lot of bilateral movement. It, the movements are often repeated with incremental increases, like let's just do this a little bit, and then next time we'll do it bigger, and then we do it bigger, and those incremental increases help us learn how to tolerate sensation at a higher and higher level. A little bit of warm-up, a little more, a little more, and look at that. Now we're moving big and we're feeling our bodies. The martial arts are included in Nia. Nia is a blend of the dance arts, the martial arts, and the healing arts. And the martial arts movements make you feel powerful when you're doing them in class. When you're doing kicks and punches and blocks and strikes, it feels powerful, which is the antidote to the powerless, hopeless feeling that trauma can instill. The dance arts help us express ourselves without words just express directly from our bodies, let our bodies speak through movement. And the healing arts, to mention of Nia, help us feel compassion for ourselves, helps us receive healing and nurturing. 
uh, Nia therefore reduces stress and anxiety and boosts resilience by it being designed to create the joy of movement that includes all of the major brain hormones. And after Nia class, you get so many endorphins. Oh my God. I call it the post-Nia glow. It lasts for hours after class, hours. So it is a, a wonderful resilience and trauma healing practice. It is also very efficient because you're getting a workout and some trauma healing at the same time. I know, winner, winner, right? You get right. a winner right away. That sounds amazing. It's a lot and, cheaper than therapy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I could imagine. And how many times a week or a day do you practice the Nia dance? I teach, um, I teach three times a week online. All of my classes are online. I was teaching in face-to-face -face before the pandemic, and I have to tell you, I have been shocked by how well the sensation aspect of Nia, really all aspects of Nia, translate in the online medium. The, it has to be the right teacher. Some teachers just don't click with the online medium, of course, but I do. And so I really love inspiring sensation on the other side of that lens. It's astonishing to me how much students can feel when I'm not even in the same room with them. So I teach three times a week. And in fact, I'd like a, a special offer to your listeners. I'd like to have to give you a free class, one free NIA class on any of my regular ongoing classes. I teach in Pacific time, but my website converts the time to your time. So when oh, you look okay, at, nice. at the time, it, it shows you what it is. And in order to get your free class, you visit my website, which is www.paulachambers.me. And you uh, can poke around and learn about me and about Nia if you want. And then when you're ready, click a book now button. There's a thousand book now, book now yeah. buttons throughout yeah. the site. So click book now and find a, a date and a, a time that works for you. And then buy that class and use the discount code MITZI, M-I-T-Z-I, capital M, just like you write your name, capital M, lowercase I-T-Z-I. Awesome. And you will get a free class. Also, I'm going to take advantage of that free class because to not toot your horn or anything, but you are just glowing and your energy is really so calming and relaxing and just inviting, you know, like everything that you're saying, I truly believe is who you are, you know, because I know that you can probably tell when someone says certain things, but they, you know, that their character isn't the same, you know, but with you, I truly feel that what you represent and what you try to share with the world is really who you are inside, you Thank know, you. and it's the character that you really are inside. And I could really feel that. So I want to try it out. I never tried. A, I never heard of Nia technique before. Yeah, and the way that you're describing it seems very calming and seems very rewarding at the end Thank you, you know no yes. you're very welcome because not a lot of people have that energy and not a lot of people have that glow and not a lot of people have actually been able to move their trauma in a positive way you know mm -hmm. and yes i've have interviewed a lot of people who have done great things with their trauma and what they've been through but you know not everybody's able to just radiate <laughs> You well, know, you, you really radiate. So I I really do appreciate your time because it's very rewarding for me just being able to speak with you. 
Thank you. I appreciate the appreciation. <laughs> You're right that teaching Nia really is the fullest expression of myself that I have yet found. When I was a Nia student, uh, one of my first oh my god moments was when I realized that the teacher had been cueing us to sense our bodies while we were doing the movement and I realized, oh my god, only I know what my body feels like doing these movements today. Only I know exactly what my body feels like. And that was like, whoa! Because of my developmental trauma, I had not developed enough of a healthy sense of self. I was too dependent on what other people thought of me to define myself. But Nia gave me a body-based sense of self. Nia showed me my sensations and my sensations showed me myself. Prior to taking Nia, I had been an academic, I had been an intellectual, and so I thought that Paula, myself, was located above the neck, you know, in my head, and that my body was basically a pedestal for my head, and my hands like little shovels to shovel food in to keep the body going. And I didn't realize now I feel that Paula is distributed throughout my whole body. My pinky toe is as much Paula as my brain. And I feel every cell twinkling with my unique spirit. It's absolutely beautiful and I love to share it with others. Mm, thank you. Ugh. I love it. I love it too. I really am going to try that out. And please, audience, if you're listening, take advantage of it because I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to figure out a way to let go of your trauma. Because like we keep saying over again, traumas will hit everybody and anybody in any time of their life. And knowing how to deal with it in advance is important. And I mean, if your mind is not focusing on your past trauma now, that's fine. But one day you realize you had traumatic issues in your past and it will affect you in your future because nothing goes unsaid and undone and revealed into the light. So I think that is very important that people need That's to understand right. that. Paula, is there any last minute advice or anything else that you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap up the show? Yes, I just want to say that your trauma is affecting you right now in some probably multiple areas of your life. And you have to feel it to heal it. Mm, I like that statement. Look at you. You're just a, you're on a quote binge. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, people. You need to go check out Paula Chambers. I have her website on mitzithinking.com under my special guest. You'll be able to find her pretty picture and about our conversation and the link to find out more information. And while you're there, book now you know book if it's now, book book now. now. <laughs> discount code mitzi <laughs> yep m-i-t-z-i no. <laughs> with an i not a y <laughs> right <laughs> all righty y'all thank y'all so much for your time and 